0: for another episode of More Later. Thanks for coming. My name is Brett. I'm the owner, podcaster, operator, person in charge around here, along with Brian, who's going to be joining me in just a minute. Um, Thanks for listening. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that we live off of your reviews and ratings and all of that jazz, so tell a friend how much how awesome we are, how much you enjoy our podcast. So they'll tune in and listen also. And then pause this and give us a five-star review. Unless you're driving, then wait till you're not driving anymore. But uh, give us a five-star rating and review us so uh, other people can find out about us. One uh, bit of irony I found out as I was listening to this um, yesterday, Wednesday, before I posted it... um, Brian mentions that he's scared of Reagan in, um, what's the name of the movie? The, The Exorcist. And today, Thursday, February 6th, just happens to be Ronald Reagan's birthday. It's just kind of cool, I thought. He's talking about Reagan and it's Ronald Reagan's birthday. And a chance to tell this little tidbit in high school, I sat in front of a kid who was convinced that Ronald Reagan was Satan because his full name is Ronald Wilson Reagan. And there's six letters in each name, 666. So that should tell you the kind of people that I went to high school with. Anyway, here's me and Brian back in the Florida room. Thanks for listening. I was talking to my dad tonight, and he was asking me, I forget what he asked me, but I was like, no, I I didn't. I didn't know about that. So, like, didn't you see it on the news? Oh, he was asking me how many sweater vests Elizabeth Warren owns,
1: <laughs> and
0: I was like, I don't know. Does she wear those a lot? And he's like, every time I see her, she's got a sweater vest on. And I was like, oh, I, I hadn't noticed. He's like, you must not watch much, much news. And I was like, yeah, I gave it up like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, I have certain issues that are important to me, and mm-hmm. I keep up with those. And like, I but like. The day to day, like, I just don't have it in me, right? And like local news. Yeah. Did you ever watch ten o'clock news like regularly? Were you ever a ten o'clock news yeah. watcher? Um,
1: actually, actually, as a kid, yeah, and probably, <clears throat> probably until you introduced me to NPR. So oh, yeah, probably until two thousand two. Okay, two thousand one, two thousand two, and then I. Um, the only thing that's worthful or, or or worthwhile with local news is the weather forecast. Right. Yeah. I
0: I stopped watching it probably six or seven years yeah. ago. It, I just remember <laughs> thinking one day like, why am I tuning in every night at ten o'clock yeah. to hear about people getting murdered or people getting carjacked right. or you know like,
1: or 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 these bad. Um, duddies
0: yeah yeah right or like the, yeah one week you know red wine will save your life and the next week like don't drink too much red wine yeah. or you're gonna die Hot like just cause
1: cancer yeah and like, all like shit. come on
0: i so i don't know i mean i'm sure that's probably you know on a large scale that's contributing to the downfall of news and the spread of fake news and all that sh- i i don't know i mean and I was just so burnt out on it. Plus, I think Chelsea Lately was on at 10 o'clock. So I'd rather watch Chelsea Lately yeah, than... I, yeah,
1: I mean, I just... I consume... They're not telling you anything. Right. Like, like the local news is useless. Yeah. It's useless. Yeah. I mean... It,
0: yeah, do you still listen to NPR? I've even given up on NPR.
1: Yeah, I had to cut it off for a long time. Yeah, and I'll periodically listen to it, but not as much because yeah. that was turning pretty repetitive. Yeah. So now I, I'll, uh, I'll read the NPR app. Oh, okay. The, I don't even have that. I should get that. The BBC News app, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Just to keep me posted. I mean, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I go on Facebook, and I like like the New York Times on Facebook, and um, like News and Guts, and mm-hmm. some other like news websites. But I don't, and like I'll check in with CNN every now and then. But even like right. when I see things on <laughs> CNN. I'm, I go elsewhere to confirm things just because, right. I mean, I, they, they are more, well, we won't get into that, but like, I just, Right. I don't take anybody's, especially a, a 24-hour cable news network, I don't take their word for anything right. no, very important.
1: No matter what way they're leaning. Right, yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's just,
0: solved. I was thinking the other day, like, there should just not be 24-hour news, because 24 hour news is it's this, it's worse than sports talk. Like sports talk you're looking for shit to fill time. right. 24 hour news, you're really looking for stuff to, to fill the mm. time. Like we used to get by with 30 minutes an hour of news a day. Now we have to have 24 hours of news like right So whatever, I don't know. I, I do feel better not following it, though. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I still don't feel like I'm, like, too disconnected. Like, I have a rough idea of what's going on, and I can read about stuff.
1: I don't feel as, like, angry and irritated.
0: Right, right. So,
1: I mean... Yeah.
0: All right. Well, here's to here's to no news. Um. So what should we get started with? I have... Here's something that is, it's down on my list. So I've been thinking about it a lot or a long time ago, but it kind of came up again tonight as I was leaving work. So I work in Chicago and on the South side and I got in my car five o'clock, come to a four way stop. It's my, there's no other cars there. It's my turn to go from my right comes a bicycle just breezes right through the intersection, doesn't stop at the stop sign, and just keeps on going, like, as I'm turning. And then the dude is, like, looking at me, yelling at me. Okay. I'm very sympathetic to bikes on the street.
1: The bicyclist is yelling at you? Yeah.
0: He didn't yell at me. He looked at me. He gave me a look, like, why why aren't you stopping? Like, dude, I stopped at the stop sign. You never stopped. You're a bicycle. I'm sympathetic. Like... I like that people ride bikes. It's fine if you want to ride the bike on the road. Mm -hmm. But people don't understand if you're riding the bike on the road, that stop sign applies to you. Right. And nobody does it. Like, I see people all the time that just blow through the stop sign. And, like, I see sometimes people almost get hit by cars. And if you get hit, it's your own damn fault. And I don't have much sympathy for you. Like, I hope you don't get killed or anything, (laughs) but... I kind of want to see you get hit and then pop right back <laughs> up and be like, what the hell just, just happened? enough
1: to uh, learn life lessons. Yeah, yeah. Like, just,
0: you know, scrape your knees, maybe get some bad road rash or something. But it just, it, like, the the roads, it's it's not the 1800s. The roads are made for cars. And you just happen to be on them. Fine. but
1: But they have to follow the road rules also.
0: Right. Bicyclists. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, and like the street that I work on is a one-way street, mm-hmm. and I see all the time, bicyclists riding down the wrong way on a one-way street. Which it's not that big of a deal if they're paying attention and whatever. But you, I mean, you could people who are crossing that street, pedestrians who are crossing the street, might not be looking both ways because they're not expecting traffic from the other way. Right. So you could get run over i don't know but speaking of the news like when i was was watching news like 6 or 7 years ago there was this story about chicago police were going to be cracking down on bicyclists who were riding the wrong way down one way streets
1: uh and are they
0: and well they and they showed they had this news story that showed like cops pulling over bicyclists and like giving them tickets for riding the wrong way down a one way street I'm not kidding, like, the very next day after that aired, my mom and I were driving, and, like, we we drive through some neighborhoods to avoid busy roads on the south side. We're driving through a neighborhood, and we see four police officers on bicycles who were all, always do this patrol, on bicycles, on a residential street, that all are riding the w- wrong way. down <laughs> a one-way street. And like, don't give me that, oh, they were probably headed on a call bullshit or whatever. No, it was a one-way street. They were going the wrong way. The night, the day after, they had just aired the news story about how you're not supposed to do it. I wanted to pull them over and be like, hey, you're not supposed to do that.
1: Didn't a stolen car hit you on the way home? One, well, that's, that's a good story. It so is. yeah, this is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. So I stop at a stop sign on my way home and it's a, so it's a two lane road. So like one lane in each direction. It, it's a stoplight and I stop at the stoplight and I see this car coming up behind me in, in my rearview mirror and he's coming like super fast and I'm stopped and he's coming super fast and I'm worried that he's going to hit me. And then I see him get over into the left lane, so into oncoming traffic, because that is essentially clear. But just as he's going straight, a, a car turns towards him. So he was, he's going to hit this car head on now. Well, he hasn't passed me yet, so he slams on the brakes, and then he hits me in the back. Hits, I was driving my truck at the time. Hits the back of my truck. I hit the van, the minivan in front of me, And I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like he's driving like a maniac. So I get out of my car, I get out of my truck (laughs) and I turn and I see this guy running away. It's like a younger guy. He's got no shirt on. He's got he's got his shirt actually wrapped around his head it's like this rainbow shirt that he's wrapped around his head like a like a handkerchief or something and he's running he's running away and then I look at the other side of the car and I see another dude running in the opposite direction I'm like what the hell is going on so I go back I go to the car that they the Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee or whatever it was that they've just deserted and I see... Both windows are broken and – or no, just the passenger side window is broken and, like, the bottom is all filled with glass and there's, like, a blanket on the seat, like, covering the glass so the guy can sit. So, obviously, it's a stolen car and these guys crashed it and just took off. And I just remember thinking, like, it it was a hit and run, but the guy, like, actually ran. (laughs) Like, he ran away. And – so the Chicago police come and like, I've never seen somebody more disinterested in a crime than, than this <laughs> officer that showed up. He like, I knew the guy in front of me that I hit and his van was fine. So he's like, can I just go? And the officer was like, yeah. And he the guy, officer asked me like, do you want to file a police report? And I, I guess, I mean, it seems like I should. And he's like, well, whoever's car this is stolen probably doesn't even know it's gone yet. And now it's, it's crashed. <laughs> and he's like I'll go take a ride and I described the, the two guys and he's like I'll go take a ride around real quick the guy like literally goes back one block goes around the block once he comes back like <laughs> a, two minutes later I couldn't find him yeah and he says <laughs> I, I didn't see anybody yeah no shit you didn't see anybody I'm sure like all he had to do was hide behind a bush and wait for you to get out of there and he's probably right there so uh, and then I asked the cop, I was like, can, can you, like, let me know if you ever find these guys? I'm just, like, interested. in he's like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> was, what do you do?
1: Like, he basically said, fuck off. Yeah.
0: He basically said, get, like, get yeah, here. you're bothering me. Like, why are you calling 911 just because some stolen car ran into you? <laughs> that. Yeah. Not. I mean.
1: Have you... I have I will take this time to use this as a PSA. <clears throat> have you noticed a large amount of cars in the last year and a half driving without headlights on? I just saw it on the way over here. It is an epidemic out there. <clears throat> um, people that have... Recent cars, I'm probably from 2010 on, maybe earlier, <clears throat> there's uh, automatic headlights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the f- function, in case people aren't sure, your headlights are off, auto, and on. Mm-hmm. Off means off. On, on means, means on. on. <laughs> but the auto will not work if it's in the off position. And I understand there are people out there with partners, children, friends that drive their car. They may have the habit of just thinking it's always on auto. But if you can't see and it's 9 o'clock at nighttime, (laughs) you might want to check if your headlights are on. It is crazy. And then I used to try to kind of tell people at a stoplight or kind of wave that that's just gonna get me shot actually (laughs) right like i've had people like give me like weird looks and i'm saying hey 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 your lights are off and they look at me like i'm an asshole yeah and clearly they're the asshole right right but it's a fucking problem
0: yeah and i want to know like like the when I on the way over here, when I so it was like nine thirty when I was coming over here, I was driving by Meyer, and all the cars were like stopped at a stoplight, mm. and there there was a car that I saw like in my rearview mirror that like he had the um, like fog lights, not even fog lights, like parking lights on, okay, but not the headlights, right? And I was like, you you're like part of the way there, like one yeah. more click. And don't you realize you can't see? But right. then like maybe in that area because there's some – it's a shopping center and like even up and down that street and whatever. there I don't think there's any street lights, but there's just a lot of like light pollution from – But still, I mean, right. if you're turning down a residential street, you have to think like, crap, I really can't see very well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm going blind.
1: It's a problem. Yeah. Check your fucking
0: headlights. Please. Don't – and, and I have like switched lanes in front of people. I see it on the Bishop Ford sometimes too, where I, I'll switch lanes in front of people, and like I won't even realize until I'm in that lane and like somebody's honking yeah. at me, right. like, dude, you didn't have your headlights on. What mm-hmm. the hell am I supposed to do?
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that's you're you're right though. That I have. I don't know if it's just that we pay it more attention to it all of a sudden, or if it really is happening a lot. But I don't know. So this is, a, uh, this is a problem. I don't know how I thought of it today, but I've thought of this for a long time and I was just reminded of it today. Why are organ transplants, why are there waiting lists for organ transplants? There, that is a problem that we could wipe out very quickly. I was looking at the numbers today. There's like 140,000 people on the wait list for organs and 7,500 people a day in the U.S. die. So if you do the math, you'd figure out that if everybody donated their body, that entire list could be wiped out in 20 days. But even, I mean, you, you can't use all bodies and whatever. But still, within a few months, we should be able to wipe out that like organ wait list. It really is like I always kind of like not rolled my eyes, but like, you know, organ donation things like I wonder like how not how like um, necessary are they? But really, like it is something that it's a problem that shouldn't be a problem. And I think most people, if you ask most people, they're like, yeah, I'll donate. But then they just don't think about it. So PSA number two for this episode, be an organ donor. You're not going to need them.
1: When are you asked? At your driver's license?
0: It's on your driver's license, yeah. But you can also... I am. I just... Yeah. You can also just, like, let people know, you know, and the people that are going to be making decisions for you.
1: I I think it would be an interesting process to uh, see, like, what, what organs are keeping. I mean... Is it possible they're getting a shitload of organs and they're going through them and they're like, I don't want this liver. It looks like shit.
0: Well, supposedly. I don't know. This
1: is an area I have no knowledge. Yeah,
0: I read. I I have a little bit of
1: knowledge, which is sometimes worse than (laughs) no knowledge. Are there there any expert organ harvesters (laughs) out out there that can contact us?
0: Now, here, okay, and the other thing, here's another PSA. If you get an email or you see something on Facebook about, like, you wake up in a bathtub and you're, uh, some story about a bathtub and, like, you're missing kidneys or something, it's bullshit, okay? It does, it did not happen. That's a, uh, it's called an urban legend. It did not happen, so ignore it. Be the smart one, okay? I know you're one of our listeners, so I know you're probably already one of the smart ones, but don't fall for that shit. But anyway, um, the you, but however, keep. I did read that you can actually sell your organs for science. You can't sell them for to use in other bodies, but you can sell them for research. So. You know, maybe there's a black market black market research.
1: There's no like you're only gonna sell what, two organs? Well, no. While, while you're while you're alive. Oh, while you're alive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but like people worry about like getting murdered. You know, like are
1: they getting stabbed or like, hang on, dude, I gotta sell this liver. <laughs> 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 I,
0: I don't know. But
1: because realistically, if you're selling something for for cash, you're gonna sell your kidney and your
0: apparently a lung appendix.
1: You can can sell, but you're not gonna sell. Who needs an appendix? Well, they well for research, I guess. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, You can sell your spleen, but then you're possibly gonna be on insulin the rest of your life. (laughs) You can sell a lung, but you're but you're not gonna be like really active at, after that there's a reason why yeah, why we, why have, we two have two lungs. yeah uh,
0: you can sell your bone marrow, bone I, marrow. I did see that this yeah it's gonna
1: hurt like a son of a bitch yeah
0: it is uh sell your eyeballs
1: <laughs> maybe just one <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe just one get the pirate look after that yeah i yeah i what else would you sell? What yeah, I mean that would, be, that would
0: be that would be it. But so I don't know. You know, you can't. But you could sell. You know, a loved one that you don't love.
1: <laughs> would you sell one of your ribs?
0: I I mean, do I need them all? I don't know. I don't know. They, they can make a woman out of it, like Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> a man's ribs are very powerful. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, it just seems like a problem that that shouldn't really be a problem. Um, I was gonna say something else about bone marrow, or
1: that it tastes.
0: It, t- excellent. <laughs> it tastes great, Much yeah. From a cow, yeah, cow bone mm-hmm. marrow is delicious.
1: I I
0: was somewhere. I might have been somewhere with you where like you actually order just a bone with that they just cook, and then you just like scrape the marrow out of it.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know
0: where I would have. I, I, I have a feeling that you were there, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's right or not. But anyway, Oregon donation. Do it if you can. Um.
1: All right, nightmares. Oh yeah, I, I am not an expert in. In organs, by I am an expert <laughs> in nightmares. Any, what, what makes
0: you an expert in nightmares?
1: Anybody that knows me knows that I don't sleep very well, and I have constant nightmares. Every night for, I don't know, the last...
0: Do you mean Probably night-
1: since I was eight or nine.
0: Do you mean nightmares or dreams? Like, you mean nightmares. You mean, like, something disconcerting is happening?
1: Something, yeah it it's bore it like it borders on nightmares and or intense dreams. Okay. So that, that can be worrisome. I mean, like I might not be getting chased and killed and blah right. blah blah, but
0: Yeah, I don't have I don't have things like that. Yeah. Like bodily harm things like that. I get those often. I can't I, I don't I mean, I've been so do you, do you have you had one's dreams or nightmares that have been recurring throughout your life? Tornadoes. Okay. I have
1: a recurring tornado dream that that I've been having since I was like 7 or 8. I am I am fascinated by tornadoes always have been and now as a hobby I do a lot of like Research on tornadoes, kind of an amateur meteorologist, mm-hmm. um, and I watch a lot of footage of um, storm chasing. Uh, I've uh, I've gotten into um, watching symposiums on like Doppler radar mm-hmm. during tornadoes, and but the long story short, <clears throat> as I probably. Probably my first one was when I was like I mentioned earlier. I was seven or eight years old, and and the tornado was like way out, and 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 I would watch it and be really really afraid. And then as uh, as the years passed by, it was closer and closer. Well, about I don't know. I'd have to say like four years ago, I was finally in one.
0: Oh gosh! And it.
1: And it was killing me. It Mm -hmm. was going to kill me. And I woke up. And then uh, I had one like several months after where I was in it, but I got out of it. Okay. And then the the tornado dreams I uh, I would have henceforth was the damage only
0: okay but then
1: in the last nine months they are they they have restarted they are further out but the problem now is I'm having them more frequently and they're getting closer and closer in a faster time period. I have no huh. idea what any of this means I've <clears throat> read that tornado dreams means there's lots of turmoil in your life lots of shit hat, but <laughs> I go to work I listen to sports radio I play guitar I listen to music and I hang out with my friends yeah I mean, so right I don't know yeah um, have you
0: you've never been in a tornado right
1: no no I've only um uh I heard one when I was a little kid um I was probably uh uh in the the outer, the outer, outer, outer edge of one that touched down in Griffith. Um, oh right. In uh-huh. two thousand eight or nine, something like that. But I was in, I, I was in Maryville, which doesn't sound, which sounds really far, but but, but if you know, probably somewhere there was the right. same system yeah so yeah that's probably as close as uh as i've been and and i and i really want to go go on a storm chase yeah
0: that's what i just wrote in my notes here. Um, are, are we going storm chasing we had talked about it a few years ago about maybe well, going to one but then
1: <laughs> i i wanted to do it on my 40th birthday uh-huh. but but was getting some negative feedback <laughs> from multiple people, actually, yeah. that were well, worried. And
0: to me, it was that the guy, I'm sure you probably know the guy's name, Tim
1: something? Or? Tim S- Samaris, one of the pioneers of um, storm chasing, was killed in Reno, um, um, Oklahoma,
0: Oklahoma yeah, in, in 2013.
1: 2013 and he he was a huge there there's tim Samaras, and there's reed um, timmer who who is if anybody is interested out there is the guy screaming when there's a tornado coming he is a popular storm chaser he has vehicles that will had had Head in the tornado, okay. and like he gets as close as possible. He's screaming, oh my God, <laughs> He's, just, he's just going nuts. People find him irritating. Yeah, I, I find him fascinating and irritating. Yeah. Um. But so, Tim Samaras was the the opposite. He was all about safety, and that's the irony of and right. And he always traveled in crappy vehicle, like he was killed in a coal ball, Like right a Chevy yeah coal Chevy coal coal ball. ball. his uh, entourage usually consisted of kind of like a cobalt, cavalier and a pickup and he just this tornado at its peak was was 3 miles wide yeah and uh it was possibly the largest storm recorded ever yeah. and he we kill.
0: we uh, we were going to, we, that was, we went out, drove down Route 66 out west, mm-hmm. and we passed through El Reno on uh, like a Saturday or Sunday, and their tornado came like Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. So we had just gotten to LA, and mm-hmm. like I woke up in LA, and they were talking about this storm, and they were like, El Reno, and they showed the path of it, and it crossed right over, I think it's I-40. And, like, we had gotten off the interstate right there because I had to fix a luggage thing that we were carrying. And, like, we got off at the exact exit, like, where the tornado was. So it was just weird to be, like, we were there, and then, like, two or three days later, there was this massive tornado that killed this guy, you know? And I guess it, like, it turned in a way that he wasn't expecting or something like that. Or it was, was like, the... Because here's what I didn't know. Is that, like, so the visible tornado that you see that's just like the debris but the actual like tornado winds might be you might not even be able to see where those
1: are because it's wider is that that's right right that can be accurate so so if you watch a lot of different footage um uh, the what we think of as a tornado is a f- funnel cloud right which is accurate but but at times you you will notice the debris, the soil, and that. Right. So you might think like a rope torn tornado is thin. Right. But those those winds are actually actually a lot wider. Yeah. And what what happened with that one? It was it was so violent and. Uh, and unpredictable and and they think it probably had uh was s- uh s- out of life on clouds oh okay Th- they don't really know because yeah. it, it was just so m- uh, massive that that it kept making all these turns it shouldn't have okay. and they were so sudden that right. even in like best educated guesses unfortunately like he yeah. came up wrong yeah i mean in, out. which it happened i you know i watch a bunch of storm chasers like reed timmer picos hank um on youtube and mm-hmm. sometimes you just guess wrong and these guys have been fortunate reed timmer has has these vehicles pico's hank who who's he's a musician and an artist also he's just driving around in a raft bore and yeah in last year made a wrong choice and he he was able to get out of there but he it was pretty close it was pretty close but yeah all that being
0: said i'm I'm still kind of intrigued by going and doing I am, it, you know like taking a week and just driving up and down the plains. Right
1: I I am also I I would obviously rather have a have a person with us and be
0: right. an expert somebody who knew yeah right. somebody smarter than us. Right.
1: Um because I think on those tours it's one thing how these uh, scientists Want to get the information? Right. They get close. Right. These tours, they're miles and miles back.
0: Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, you don't need. We're not getting any information. (laughs) We don't have to get that close to it. Right. Like
1: I really don't have to know. Like, like it's funny because they're always looking for data on how a tornado forms and and what kind of of um data they need to know how damaging a tornado is well that's that's easy if there are winds of 250 miles an hour it's gonna fucking blow your house down (laughs) like like i don't really know why they need yeah this other day like so so are they gonna figure out if you're like roof gets sucked off or if it just caves, caves in <laughs> yeah, right I, it's yeah. just going to either way it's going to be devastating destroy yeah so
0: well if we go on a storm chase we'll definitely get a good couple good episodes out of that we'll
1: have to podcast yeah. that. but i um tornado season f- for the southern areas like um like northern texas um and then moving up Begins around uh, probably in the next month.
0: Oh really? Yeah. In the farther south. Yeah,
1: and and uh, and uh, I mean shifts so like peak in, in in like Oklahoma and Kansas is like April, April, May peak for Illinois, Indiana is is uh, early May to end of May, and okay. then it shifts to the gulf coast right. like mississippi yeah. I, alabama like had a big one a couple May, years ago June, yeah so yeah so yeah
0: well i've my past has had a couple of close calls and and, and a direct hit from a tornado in that uh i i lived in springfield illinois from eight, uh, 1983 to 1987 or 82 to 87 something like that And in the mid-90s, a tornado went in the field right behind the house that I lived in. Like, probably half a mile from the house that I lived in. And then a few years ago, in November of 2014, 15, 16, something like that, there was a kind of a freak outbreak of tornadoes in central Illinois. And the apartment complex that my family lived in when I was born... Got a direct hit from a tornado in, in Washington, Illinois. Totally leveled it. And when I went to Peoria <laughs> okay. last week to get my birth certificate, I thought, oh, maybe I'll drive by and see, like, if there's anything left of the apartments or whatever. And I checked it out on Google Maps, and it was, like, completely leveled. Like, wow. nothing there. Just, wide. like, you could see, like, the footprints of the buildings, and that was it. And I was like, well, they, they have either rebuilt or something there for sure. Though The – Washington apartments. So, as long as it's places in my past that get <laughs> that get hit, and not places in my right. present, then that's that's all right. But anyway, this all came about from nightmares, oh and yeah, dreams, Night, yeah. But so I've had uh, two recurring nightmares that I've it have at least since high school, and maybe before, and one is losing teeth. So, like, I'll just be, like, you know, like sitting here and then I'll feel a loose tooth and I'll just, like, touch it and, like, a tooth will fall out. Okay. And that was before my Diet Coke addiction. So, I don't (laughs) think it, which I've been much better on, much, much better on. And the other one is um, pulling hair from my throat. I have this dream that there's, like, hair in my throat. Okay. And I pull it. And it's just this endless string of hair, like I just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling, and no matter how much I pull, it it never I never reach the end. And I I eventually like either just like move on to another dream or something, but I've never gotten to the point where like I I have all of the hair out of my throat. And I I think I read about both of those are like um, are dreams about worrying i think or like loss of control or something and
1: well i'm I, looking it up right oh, now are you looking because it up? okay this is wild <laughs> but you no know, you there's all these theories but right one is you uh you need to uh express yourself or you need something r- refreshing in life need a change okay you have to get that maybe bad energy out okay okay all right well and
0: the the other one that i've had is that and i've had this is my longest dream that i can remember ever since i was a kid i've had a dream that i could float
1: i remember you talking about
0: yeah and it's not it's not flying but it's kind of like flying like But I and it starts out like if I'm if I'm in a room or something and I I had this just a few nights ago, my most recent time. But if I if I jump up in the air, I can jump taller than everybody and then I can just like stay floating up there and I can basically fly. But it's not really flying. It's floating because like I can move around, but it's not fast. Mm -hmm. But I can stay up as long as I want or I can if I start coming down, I can make myself go back up. (sighs) And every and and I just love it. And I I've had this since I was a little kid. And then it stopped for like probably ten or fifteen years. I didn't have it. And then it started again like a few years ago. Hmm. So it and now I have it all the time. I, I really had it a lot like the past couple of years. And it's just kind of like continued a little bit. And like and, I, and like for a while there I was having like. Two or three nights a week, it felt like I was having this floating dream, and now I have it occasionally, even just like a couple of nights ago. But, and I love it because, like in my dream, it's not obviously it seems real, and I'm just like, "Yep, I can fly," I, and everybody's just like looking up, like, "Did you just see that guy?" It's pretty awesome. Because if I could have one superpower, it would definitely be flying. Yeah. Like. I, I can't even imagine anything that would be better than that. Or, like, if I could have any feature that, like, any animal could have.
1: Like, I have a bird to be able to fly? I think I would want to turn invisible. Fly.
0: All you got to do is go up in the air and nobody's going to see you. Well, yeah, The flying the takes care of it all. radars will, and they're going to yeah. shoot you
1: down. <laughs> That's true.
0: You're going to turn invisible.
1: Yeah. Like I'll just walk into your shower and watch you taking a shower.
0: You Mine, even know. mine personally, yours, personally, no, so I can no, harass you. So you can stare at me and make yeah. me uncomfortable. Yes. All right. Well, I, I hope we never have any freaking superpowers. There's a, then.
1: there's a there's a new Invisible Man movie coming out that has... I think I might have
0: seen the preview. That sounds it vaguely familiar to me. looks
1: very interesting, actually. It, it's more of a thriller, like the... Yeah. Like the, the... I think that the, like, wife or girlfriend is being abused and the husband-boyfriend gets killed, but, like, in order to... and I could be getting this wrong, but in order to to inherit the money that he left. He obviously faked his death. She, she has to prove that she's not crazy, but he, the sound, I'm, he's invisible and he's like turning her insane. And it, uh, it's a famous, uh, actress. Have you seen a preview for this? Yeah. Um, during, uh, I saw it during f- football. Season. Okay. Um um it has uh um, oh uh, uh, Elizabeth Moss okay, so they had to change it up because if you do the whole, you know there's this crazy scientist and he drinks a potion he turn shit gets old, yeah, so yeah. I th- you know while, While I don't watch a lot of movies, this seems interesting.
0: Yeah. Elizabeth Moss was in another movie that I watched a few years ago where she played, like, two people with... um, what are the brothers? No, we've already had this conversation. Two oh. director brothers, not oh, uh, Mark Duplass. Okay, the Duplass brothers. It was one of their films, and it was a weird, like, uh, like psychological thriller where, like, the the two Duplass brothers, I think, are one each is in, is involved with. Elizabeth Moss, who's like two plays two people or something, and like as you're watching it, you're never sure what's going on. And I I I can't really remember the storyline, but it was another Elizabeth Moss thriller. That the only reason I watched it is because I was obsessed with Mad Men at the time, and like anything with anybody from Mad Men, I was watching. Right. But then she was married to Fred Armisen. Okay. And. She and he's like quite a bit older than her, and they weren't married for very long. But I saw in an interview afterwards that like she said that his
1: That he wasn't funny? No.
0: (laughs) That's pretty obvious, I think. (laughs) But that his greatest talent was making people think that he was normal or something. Something like that. Like it it was a really kind of like kind of a creepy Yeah. I mean, it which I'm really good at. <laughs> but like that he it, what, the way that she said it it was really kind of like, you know, this guy's even creepier than you think he is, right. you know, which That's Fantastic. Yeah, which coming from somebody who's a Scientologist, right. like she is, oh, really, oh, is yeah, she really, oh. you know, really is impressive.
1: Yeah, they kind of like a... to
0: up the Scientology, uh, to up the craziness factor above Scientology. Right. Like, I, look, if you're listening to this and you're a Scientologist, I don't care if I offend you. You're, you're, go. E, what, what's the guy's name? El Elron Hubbard. Elron Hubbard. Yeah. Dianetics. Dianetics.
1: D- that was the cornerstone of our childhood. That, those commercials. Th- that commercial. Victory Auto Wreckers and <laughs> Peter Eight Francis Big Bakers, <laughs> like those commercials, Peter ruled our childhood. Yes, I mean, and they were like back to back. And I oh yeah, remember watching Cubs games, watching like the the WGN like family Sunday movie. Yeah. And it's like dying. And, and like it had the exploding background. Yeah. And, and I just didn't understand i was like no what the the hell is this yeah who who the fuck is this guy and why is it l ron like does somebody call him (laughs) hey l ron or or just ron
0: so l ron just sounds more mysterious probably i don't know do you remember the address for victory auto wreckers no i don't i think it's 838 east green in bensonville near (laughs) o'hare bensonville yes (laughs) I don't I, I think that's it but I'm not. They sure. they changed the
1: commercial. It's just a, recently like it's a yeah. CGI oh, is or, it? or, or, or cartoon or whatever it's yeah. probably, they don't have a CGI budget <laughs> but uh, but it's a cartoon but why? I mean, you've had it for thirty years. Why, Why change you, that? Yeah. Everybody knows it's that long-haired dude. that yeah. the door. That opens the door, and the yeah. door just pops. If off. if you're it's not classic. in if
0: you're not in Chicago and you've never seen this commercial, go to YouTube. I'm sure it's on there. Victory Auto Records commercial. You'll look at it. You'll think it's you'll think it's captured off the air in like 1986. <laughs> I think that was like the first year that it aired at 84, 85, 86, something like that. But it continued to air <laughs> nonstop until probably seven, five or six years ago, right, maybe, yeah. maybe even longer. So like it had a 30 year lifespan almost is just a continuous commercial that
1: classic
0: anybody who, I mean, it, it's right up there with five, eight, eight, two, three hundred empire. Oh yeah. In, in Chicago. Empire. Yeah, yes, Empire carpets which i didn't know until i was like 20 something that that's not a national brand that or at the time it wasn't a national brand it was just like a, those commercials were just local to chicago oh i didn't i didn't know that
1: wonder what that dude's name was the empire guy
0: it, it doesn't matter he's forever known as the empire carpet guy right. i mean of course it matters but i don't know the, yeah i mean any and he's probably one of those guys that, like, I mean, people who saw him, pro- maybe, unless he was wearing that outfit, you might not even realize <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that it's the empire carpet guy. Yeah, I mean, he
1: just guy. looked like a, like, teacher. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, he looks like yeah. Mr. Burquist, our right, industrial yeah, yeah. arts teacher yeah. in seventh grade. Um.
1: Yeah, he and... Uh,
0: or Mr. Wagner, the other industrial arts teacher, who they they looked nothing like each other, but they both looked like the Empire Carpet guy right. somehow. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, great local Chicago commercials. Oh, and the other one a little bit later was uh, the Eagle Man commercials. Eagle. <laughs> Look at those There's low, low rates. rates. I've got
1: something for <laughs> oh, you. Yeah.
0: Jesus, oh man! All right, well, if look that one up too, I'm sure that one's on on YouTube as well. That's uh, that's another good one. So I'm um, I'm at the grocery store the other day, and this is something that's bothered me for years also, and it's been on my list for a while. But why is it okay to eat grapes at the grocery store? Is there any other food that people go up to and just, like, grab one and eat? Is um, it because they're small and they're not in a container? Like, yeah, nobody's I mean, going to tear off a piece of romaine and eat it.
1: Well, I mean, you'll get fucking poison if
0: it's romaine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. you get some good E. coli to go with it. I,
1: yeah, I mean, I can. With cherries, you can do that, but there's the pit that you have to spit yeah, out. Yeah, right. That's a problem. Yeah, I, it's just a taste they they're good.
0: They're going to be good, though. There's nothing that drives me crazier than seeing people, I mean, maybe not nothing, but like right. people that eat great. And I always have in my mind that it's old
1: people that go up and take a great <laughs> And it's like, you can't wait until you get home to eat these damn things. They just want to check them out. But I'm going to start taking a... Nutcracker and a <laughs> yes. nuts, <laughs> Just to change it up a little bit. With well, these grapes, I wanna check if these almonds Yeah, are, are these almonds
0: good? Or like what <coughs> if you just took a bite of an apple? Like you just took a bite of an apple and then, oh no, that's not good and then put it back.
1: Yeah. I mean that's a little that different. Pretty gross, you're, but yeah,
0: you're leaving behind stuff. But,
1: but I'm trying to
0: Or like I'm you opened up that clamshell that the strawberries come in and just like took a berry.
1: Yeah, yeah berries, okay, berries. And
0: that, I mean, the store's not losing anything that way because grapes you're paying per ounce, per pound, whatever. Right. But strawberries you're paying per package,
1: They you know? used to, berries were just in that, like, green container and then wrapped. Now That's they're right, yeah. That oh, I forgot box, about that, yeah. Probably because of people like
0: that. Yeah. But, like... I mean, although I have been tempted to just grab like a sugar snap pea, cause like the yeah. bulk sugar snap okay. pea, just grab one of those and eat them. I never have, but.
1: What about a cherry tomato? Are,
0: they're in a they, canister or too, yeah. What about but aroma? Like aroma, a yeah. Roma? Probably not, because 90% of the time, Roma tomatoes look like shit in the grocery store. Okay. It doesn't matter.
1: What about bulk candy?
0: Uh, that was what I was gonna say. Um, like that, that Brock's candy.
1: He used to do that all the time.
0: Yeah, at, at the grocery store that I worked Guess at, at in high not school. Free. <laughs> yeah, well, at the, the grocery store that I worked at in high school, they actually had a change box on the Brock's candy to like encourage people to like drop a nickel in and take right. a piece. But like, you could just take a piece and nobody would know the difference, you know. Right. So it's all about the honor system, right? Just like yeah but and there they also had was it Vortman's cookies I think had oh. like a bulk container
1: yeah
0: of like you know 12 different cookies that you could just grab one right. out of there and like every kid that worked at the grocery store right would just grab cookies out of there all the time like I'm going to the back room grab a couple of those chocolate chip cookies or those wafer those strawberry wafer cookies oh, yeah. oh I like man. Those those are, that's probably why the store went out of business, (laughs) we shut down the grocery store by stealing from it, I don't know, but I guess, I mean, maybe, I wonder if Whole Foods has more of that problem, because they have more bulk stuff, like, you can make your own peanut butter at Whole Foods, like, throw the peanuts in there, and grind it, and stuff, I wonder if anybody's just like sticking their finger in the in the peanut butter <laughs> grinder at Whole Foods to oh, these fresh peanuts. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean.
0: And here's, okay, I have, I was thinking about this too, and this might turn everybody off of buying produce ever again. Because if you think about it, it's pretty gross. Next time you're in the grocery store, Pay attention to how people handle those plastic produce bags. You go to get a produce bag and like more than half the people can't open the bag Right. when they get it. So what do they do to open the
1: bag? Licking their fingers they like look- it's a piece of fried chicken.
0: <laughs> yes. They lick their fingers and then they use those same fingers to feel produce mm. to grab whatever piece of produce they want. And that's
1: why you shouldn't be eating grapes.
0: (laughs) That's why you shouldn't eat anything that doesn't come in a package. (laughs) Thank you, immune system. Again, I guess. I mean, there's no way around it, really. You've got to wash it off. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's not something that you can think about very much because you're going to get too grossed out by it.
1: You'll go crazy.
0: Yeah. One of those uh, don't think about it things. Um, here's a another grocery store story from high school that I just told my son the other night. Because there was a, a head of garlic on the counter. And he picked it up like he was going to bite it like an apple. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't do that. I think, I think when I tell this story, you'll remember it. But I worked at the grocery store like all every night in high school, it seemed like, but I would close at 10 o'clock. And sometimes I would stay late to work to clean up or whatever after 10. And we me and a couple friends were in there after like late at night cleaning. And I picked up a head of garlic from produce. And we. I was just being crazy. So I just bit into this head of garlic. And uh, I mean, you can. it was disgusting. So I didn't like I might have like chewed it once or whatever, but I didn't swallow it. I just like bit into the head of garlic and like spit it out and you know threw the garlic away or whatever. But when I got home that night, I still tasted the garlic. So I like spent a ton of time brushing my teeth, like trying to get rid of this garlic. My mom comes into my room the next morning to wake me up for school and she's like, What smells in here? I <laughs> reaped. Like garlic. I came to pick you up for school. Cause I drove you to school. You got in the car and you're like, you smell so bad. It was in my Daytona. You're like, you smell so bad. And in, um, this class called Words, 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 which was a vocabulary class that I took senior year. So good, you got to say it three times. You don't remember that class? Words, Words, Words was the name you of the class.
1: Know, I, I totally missed this class. <laughs> it,
0: it was an elective. It was another... Uh, like, I had 12th grade English, and then I had Words, Words, Words on top of it.
1: Who but, taught that?
0: Ah, uh, An older lady. I can't remember her name. <coughs> but um, me and... Uh, another girl Kami, were partners in that class and we had to work together on something we pushed our desks together <laughs> and like we were friends she was really nice we put her, pushed our desks together and she's like what's that smell and I was like I've been into garlic I can't get rid of it it's... and she's like I can't sit next to you so we couldn't work together because I smelled too bad it was horrible like I I could like that stuff was just oozing out of every pore and like I didn't even swallow it I just took a bite into the head of garlic and there was nothing I could do about it
1: that's why vampires hate that shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's probably right yeah well
1: which is funny because I garlic is a great seasoning
0: yeah like, i mean love, i i like, i cook it whatever. all the time yeah i cook with like it all i the time.
1: wonder if i smell afterwards i don't think i do uh,
0: well i mean when you when you cook with it you take some of the right uh, but like if you look at in my america's test kitchen cookbook they say uh to their believe it or not the cookbook has a recipe for making just a tossed salad And what they say is to like make it in a wooden bowl. Mm -hmm. And before you make it, take a clove of garlic and wipe it around the bowl and then put everything in the bowl and mix it up. And you'll get some of that garlic essence, but without like this, the like bad smell, you'll get like just a hint of garlic in a way that you can't by like putting raw garlic in there. Does it work? I don't know. I've never tried it, but, um, (coughs) but, um, so there, I mean, it's very pungent. And then like, if you've cooked with garlic, have you ever burnt garlic? Uh, I
1: it, don't think so. It gets
0: real bad real right. fast. Like the the like fine line between like beautifully like golden brownish to- roasted toasted whatever garlic and like black I got to throw this whole thing away. Right. Garlic is like just a couple of seconds. Huh. And if you let it go too bad, like you really like, you can't do anything else with it. You just gotta chuck the whole thing and like wash the pot and start over because it's really bad. Mm. And it it will like stink up your house forever, maybe not forever, but it's still bad. So garlic precautions. Are are you a vampire? No, because you said you like garlic, so you can't be a vampire.
1: Exactly. But I burn if I touch holy water.
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> the power of Christ right. compels you. Yeah. Oh. The exorcist. We should we should watch the exorcist. I bet we could do an entire episode about the exorcist.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know.
0: <laughs> what is that? That that is like the I you disinterested I, <laughs> response. What is what's well, the problem with the exorcist?
1: Disinterested because I've had a recurring dream with the exorcist oh. not not in a long time i probably fucking won't tonight but <laughs> yeah. but i would have one every year and a half or so for a quite a long time did it involve pea soup no it involved <laughs> reagan or whatever the mm-hmm. name was to like you, you just Interacting, levitating with off me. the
0: bed, oh. kind of like
1: interacting with me, and like it's pretty freaky.
0: So, you're scared, is what you're saying. You can't, you, the, the exorcist is too scary to watch. I'll watch it, but I just don't, I
1: <laughs> I'll gotta...
0: watch it with the lights on and a blanket. Yeah, oh. It's just, it's bothersome. I will say though, Dude. do you remember we went to see, they re released. The exorcist and yeah we went to see it in the theater yes and that movie was responsible for the most startling moment i've ever had in anything that i've ever watched
1: in the theater the like backwards crab walk downstairs no
0: no, oh. <laughs> no. something very um very uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is like insignificant not scary like i, I don't know i'm it doesn't matter what the word is, but there's a scene where there's an intense scene mm-hmm. and then it cuts. It makes a quick cut to the priest's apartment and the phone is ringing, uh-huh. but it, the phone starts ringing just like a half a second before the picture cuts. So you're in this really intense scene, it's super quiet, and then there's this loud phone ring, and that scared the shit out of me. I was in that theater, I swear to God, I sat up and like looked around, because I didn't realize that it was like from the movie, that noise came. Right. It seemed like, like it was being attacked by telephones or something, I don't know.
1: Attack of the killer phone.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it was... It, and like my i do remember like my heart was racing after that so and it was just a phone ringing i think i'm not scared of horror movies for the most part though cuz i can always separate like you know it's just a movie right you know I, so it it i mean it can startle me but it's not going to like
1: scare I get, me cre- like it depends on what what type of horror it is yeah, yeah i get creeped out when <laughs> Um, like it seems real I mean like horror like Halloween and those, right those don't freak me out but ones where there's a movie I don't know I think what Tyler might have been in it and she she and her fiance are, are in this cabin cabin in the woods and these people like this chick asks ask for help then they start to try to break in. Then they okay. get in the, yeah, because totally can, I
0: know, and you're so, putting yourself yeah, in that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, that's. And then there was. Do you remember seeing um, what's the name? Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Yes, and like. I don't know if it was so scary. I mean parts of it were scary, and the the very last shot of the film right, where was, that guy's standing in the corner. That was eerie. It's really eerie yeah. and really just like leaves right. you right. thinking like, "Oh gosh, that's horrible." Uh-huh. But then um, when we were watching it, we went out afterwards to like Taco Bell or something and we were talking about what would we do if we were ever in that situation, lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find our way out. And, like, would we start yelling at each other and whatever. And then a week or ten days later, we go on a road trip and we end up in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> and and we, we leave the Motel 6 in the morning and we park our car at the train station and we take the train Into Boston.
1: We are excited.
0: We're excited.
1: To hop on the train to Boston.
0: Super psyched to check out Boston. It was awesome. And uh, we go hang out the day in Boston. And then we're going to drive to New York City after that to stay with some of my relatives there. And it's like 3 o'clock and we get to the train station and we go to buy our tickets. And we're like, oh, shit. We don't know what station we parked at and we try to figure it out. We take, I think I know what it is and we take a train back and we get off where we think we're supposed to get off and that's not right. So then we're thinking, well, we just got on the wrong train. So we went back down, back into Boston and got on a different train and got off there and that wasn't right. So then we ended up going to a Texaco station and the lady working at the Texaco station just happened To have a relative that worked for the train or something. And we knew that there was an enterprise rent-a-car across the street from the train station we parked Mm -hmm. at. So she knew they were able to tell us what station it was. And we had to go back to Boston for the third time that day and get on a train and go to where we were going. But before we got that, so we got back to our car at 9 o'clock at night. It took six hours of riding the train, walking around, trying to figure out where we were going. Six hours we were lost and we had no idea how we were going to get back there.
1: And we were so hungry. And we were so hungry. I just remember being so hungry and so like broke. I was like, oh my God we're never going to find right
0: right and and we started snapping at each other just a little bit yeah and so it was like we weren't lost in the woods but we were (laughs) lost in a city and we had no (laughs) idea where we were going and no idea how to figure out where we were and this was this was 1999 so it was pre-cell phone none of us had cell phones or anything so we were we were almost we were just about ready to call a cab and have them take us back to our hotel from the previous night and then retrace our steps to figure out where we were. But we didn't have to do that. We just wasted six hours in the wilderness of Boston and uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, I think. I think so. I think that sounds right.
1: But it's a great story. It
0: it was a great story. uh, And kind of one of those embarrassing moments, but... It happens. It happens. It happens. All right, that's another one. And there's no more laying ice in our cups. We've had a couple of whiskeys and there's no laying ice in here. What happened? Um, I chewed mine. I guess that's yeah. what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, to not have laying ice after a drink means that you probably ate it because yeah. it's the best ice out there that you
0: can buy. It, it made my drink happy.
1: Yes, it and and it probably made your not probably it made your mouth happy of course yeah
0: it makes me want more
1: so i know that you are all out there thinking god this laying ice has to be so awesome we'll get out there and purchase some laying ice
0: you'll be happy you did yes and then after you get your ice take it home make a drink sit down and leave us a five-star review uh and uh share uh, share us and tell your friends about us and then be sure to come back the next monday or thursday to listen to us because there will be another episode there thanks for listening
1: thank you